welcome to the Independent Music Podcast, the weekly podcast celebrating great music, independent record labels, and interesting sounds from around the world. Hosted by me, Gareth May, and me, Anthony Jones.
favourite bands of all time, I would say. That's strong words. Strong words indeed, but totally true. It's the OC's track is called Fortress. It's taken from a seven inch that is out this week, this Friday, twelfth of February. Uh, on Castle Face, which is John Dwyer, lead man's own label. Saying it's impossible to keep up with all the releases, just new release after new release after new release. I say proper churners of that sort of San Francisco sort of uh, clan. Yeah. No messing about. Got some music. Get in the studio. Get it out. Yeah. Although actually, that was from. um, They they say the track was cut from like the sessions for their last album. So mutilated defeater at last, which came out probably about three weeks ago but I think it was a couple of months ago this now it's probably like their new record already to start yeah. the promo <laughs> that's it and you can sort of you can sort of see how it's I was going to say like throwaway, but it's not it's obviously like a product of improvisation I think in a studio is what it sounds like I once um, interviewed John Dwyer so when uh, the OCs played Cafe Otto here in London uh, what must have been eight years ago, eight years ago. like yeah it was, um, they were first up on a bill of Tom Lab record artists. It was Who's just... laughing now? Yeah. John Dwyer. I'm trying to think. I think Cassio Tone for the Painfully Alone one there, and and someone else, maybe Skeletons, someone else who was on Tom Lab at the time on that bill. It was like a cracking bill. Um, yeah, I don't think Tom Lab exists anymore. But anyway, I was interviewing John Dwyer, and I have a really bad way with words when it comes to like wording questions. And I said, I referred to one of their albums, the. Uh, I think it's Dog Poison, where he has like he's essentially experimenting with a flute, which is obviously cause for celebration. But I called it as a throwaway album, referring to the fact that he did all the instruments himself and it was proper like bedroom recording rather than a full band studio thing. And he kind of took offence at that, <laughs> quite unsurprisingly. <laughs> he's a intense sort of dude, isn't he? Oh, he's uh, incredibly friendly. I remember another time I was interviewing him. I've interviewed him a couple of times, and he just like went on about the intricacies of the um, sort of medicinal marijuana system in California and we're chatting for ages about it and he was pulling out his card and he was like, I was like, oh, what's wrong with you? He's like, oh, I have trouble sleeping. It's just... Yeah. <laughs> nice. He's like, yeah, cheers, John. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, been a long, long time fan, like since before the OCs, since uh, Coach Whips, which was his band prior to this and then through with their sort of folky stages, folky early stages as OCS and then turning into something of an alternative behemoth that they are now yeah um, good stuff I'm going to play something completely and totally different from an electronic artist called Route 8 um, to give a little bit of preamble uh, I work at Cusco Studios as sort of regular listeners know there's a guy who works with us a guy called Jimmy who I've known for a long while Vera Knight he used to do called Streets of Beige I used to DJ he started the label called Lobster Theremin a few years back and uh, to sort of as part of his, and he does a night, of course, called Find Me in the Dark and works with us there. And since then, uh, Lobster Theremin has just got bigger and bigger and bigger. It's got six staff or something associated sub labels. Uh, Wicked label name. Yeah, sadly, loads of sub labels and stuff. But I must admit that I'd never really, I'd never, like, I knew that he was there and these artists were doing great and people were buying them and that was awesome. And I'd heard a few things in the office. But I never really, I hadn't really listened to it too much, the, sh- the shame. And uh, so I just, I just thought I'd check something out on this. He'd, he'd posted this on his Facebook, sort of promoting his new night. It's actually a track from uh, mid-2014 from an artist called Route 8. And I was like, what a great electronic track. It's called The Sunrise in Our Eyes. So this is uh, Route 8.
sounds of Route 8, the sunrise in her eyes. Uh, Jimmy was saying that it's sort of like the breakout track for him, sort of uh, got popular after that. So if you want to check out more stuff on there, it's Lobster Theremin Records. And inside there, there's uh, lots of sub-labels and whatnot. Did a big uh, show at Corsica Studios on Saturday, apparently. It was just uh, something else. People travelling from all over Europe, um, as far as America, for like sort of full roster. Lobster Theremin So congratulations. For being so popular. <laughs> well, no, congratulations for, you know, putting out good music and you know, selling records and getting something good going that you're proud of. Yeah, man, that was like getting transported to a, well, I don't know, probably a shipping container in a, <laughs> a backstage at Glastonbury again, yeah. like at 3am and... Yeah dancing around to some deep house music yeah exactly so some, exactly some good late night dancing fun there would that be called deep house I've got no idea what deep house is man. I just saw that sort of like deep bassy sort of bit but I don't know bugger nose man bugger <laughs> bugger nose if anyone ever didn't questioned we were an English podcast yeah. that's it oh bugger nose <laughs> what have you got next guess I have something I like how this has started we've got very different tracks um I've got one from an artist who's been away for some time now. It's uh, this is the sounds of Stranded Horse. <laughs> It's very lovely. It is very lovely. He's a really, really talented musician. Um, 
It's like the string instrument, if you're wondering about that, it's called a Cora. I've seen him play it live. It's essentially homemade, like it's this big yeah, sort of down, wooden ball. Yeah, between the yeah, that are big. Diomani Diabati, isn't he like the famous Cora player yeah, from Africa? Exactly. From Mali, yeah. Uh and yeah, so uh, Stranded Horse um I said it was called Lux, did I the album? Don't think so, oh. but now we know. It is out right now. It came out last Friday on Teletrudes, which is a French label that has released quite a few like English bands as well. Uh, Scary Mansions, are they English? Scary Mansion are not English. I think they're American, but I did press for that album for Teletrudes, so oh. I should remember, but I don't. Nah, it was about right. nine years ago. The check has cleared. You don't <laughs> care now. <laughs> it cleared exactly about three years into the last decade. Yeah, they, yeah, did, uh, they did a Ralph Band as well, who's a great band from Brighton. Oh, man, the Ralph Band. I remember you liking them when we first met. Still like them, man. Still don't <laughs> not, I, I've not stopped. I was actually thinking today, God, I remember talking to uh, their manager maybe like a year ago or two. I was, Are they still going? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Oh right. Uh, they definitely um, the guy. The wasn't he guy. famous? For, wasn't it? Was he on like Mighty Boosh season one? He was uh, the guy who got punched in the head by the long arm. Uh, the whole maybe the whole band were in one of the episodes of Mighty Boosh where they're in a ba- where they're in a bar and there's a house band. They're the house band in that bar. I think there was another one where like there's a, like a kangaroo with an extremely long arm and like this guy gets like a boxing kangaroo and yeah. he gets punched in the face. Like oh. I think that's the singer. That, that could be. They were like <laughs> in Noel Fielding a couple of nights, but. Oh, presumably still are. but yeah um, Stranded Horse I, I used to think he was English uh, but a bit of a Francophile but because he, he used to live in Bristol and has lived in Brighton but he's actually from Normandy and now lives in Marseille and yeah that's uh, his third album first since 2012 which was actually his second album after his debut album which came out in like 2007 so he is not not prolific yeah he's the exact opposite of the OCs in, <laughs> in so many ways apart from I like them both Right, so next up from me is new music from a band from Sheffield called Bloodsport. Can't remember if I played them on the podcast before. Don't think so. Cool. Well, they're a band that I've liked for a while anyway. I've booked a few shows of them, seen them play a lot of times. Um, they've got a new album out called Axe to the Root, which is released on a Blast First uh, Petite Records. We saw them play in London, uh, me and Gus, supporting uh, Tony Allen and Jimmy Tenor a couple weeks back Great at Caviotto. They were, they were awesome as yeah, well. Yeah, they were man. really good. And sort of on the basis of that, they've kind of been getting some nice reviews, a nice feature on The Quiet Task coming. And we thought we'd do a little show as well. So we're doing a free entry gig with them in London, Wednesday the 10th of February. So if you're uh, around and about, or you uh, you can make that. We'd love to have you down, all for the price of absolutely nothing. And here's a track from him. It's Reflective Orange. <laughs>
Sounds of Bloodsport, uh, tracks called Reflective Orange, and the album is called, or EP, I think, more like, you know, it's an album, it's one hour and 14 minutes. That's a hell the of la- EP. The last song's 48 minutes. I don't think that's on the record that I've got. Uh, I suspect, no, you can't fit 48 minutes on Current condition, edge. present position, 48 minutes song. Well, cool, why the hell not? Um, <laughs> <laughs> why the hell not? In fact, I have the record right behind me so I can check. Well, I think that you, I think that we know since one record cannot fit forty-eight minutes, we can be pretty certain that uh, it doesn't contain. I haven't actually opened this yet. No, oh, it's a good record, as you've heard. Yeah, it's uh, Gareth it's... has got a small problem when it comes to buying records, and has got so many records, so many great records that he's struggling to struggles to listen to all of them. I wish I had this problem. It's fine. It's so little, it's more so little time to actually listen to most of them. <laughs> but, and I'm just like a savage collector, so. No, it's not on it. There's only four tracks on this LP. Although there's a CD with 12 tracks on it. Including a Daphne remix. Including a Daphne remix with... What, like the Caribou Man? Presumably. And on this, in fact, that 48-minute track is not on here, but I suspect that that is the CD just on Spotify. Ah, cool. Is my is my guess. Nice. Well, anyway, you can uh, pick that up from Blast First, Blast First Petite Records. And uh, it's just on all the other tracks on Spotify. Yeah, man. Like, they're really great band live as well. Like, they, um, at Cafe Otto, they um, were very entertaining, and I think the crowd really liked them. Yeah, uh, driving, rhythmical, percussive, good. So, I have a track, at least one track. I might actually play a couple of tracks. So, I was. Last week, I was talking about uh, my sort of band camp hall, and I thought, oh, magic can happen twice. So I tried uh, the same thing again, and this like, guy came up, so I clicked through, uh, looked looked at his record, it's a guy called uh, Tompa Beats. Uh, all How much word, guff did you have to go through? Pretty pretty significant amount. But, <laughs> but this was, um, so this is a Finnish like, hip-hop producer, he does pay-what-you-want albums on Bandcamp, which are, you know, 
just like all the tracks are like 50 seconds to a minute long so then yeah so then I went sort of studying elsewhere like got onto his SoundCloud and he had a track he just put up a couple of hours before uh, so I'm going to play that and then I may play a track or two after a track or two after that as well just to like yeah. Why not? Fill in the time because we never go over a lot oh, of time. Oh, of course, never. Since we've never been under an hour ever. Yeah, that's it. So this is a Tompa Beats track. Is called "I Want to Tell You I Love You, But I Can't." No. Children, time to run along to bed now. Oh, can't we have just one more time? Well, maybe this time for just one. <laughs> two tracks in fact oh right nice yeah so nice track is yeah, it like yeah. laid back chilled out stuff nice. man I love that sort of music we've talked about like piano hip hop before and played like uh, obviously LaRange and then like Seller and a couple of other people previously so this is a guy I don't really know anything about him apart from that he's uh, lives in Finland uh, loads of players on SoundCloud yeah and it's well not many followers I think it's just because it's so short you sort of like churn over 20,000 players think. ain't nothing to sniff at ain't nothing to sniff at but yes the track the first track was called I want to tell you I love you but I can't the second track was called you're cute and yeah so go to Tompa Beats that's T-O-M-P-P-A Beats dot bandcamp dot com and he's got a couple of EPs there which are about 12 13 tracks long all really short and yeah you can pay what you want and that can be nothing or give him some money if you're feeling generous cool I'm going to play more new music here this is uh, brand new from Manchester's finest Nod uh, released on Rocket Recordings Nod a prolific always releasing new stuff they did a triple album called do you remember what it's called guys? Uh, yeah Infinity Machines that's the one Nod's triple album from uh, from last year uh, always varied always abrasive uh, always interesting uh, new one from them coming and this track's called The Mirror. Mm-hmm. 
awesome stuff from consistently one of the best bands around. Uh, it's The Mirror from Nod from their forthcoming new album, which is going to be out in April on Rocket Recordings. First of April, mate. First um, of April. So they're coming in London. They're going to be on tour all over the place. But for me in London, they're playing two nights at the Lexington. Saturday the 9th of April, they are uh, playing as Nod with support from Bloodsport, incidentally. And on Sunday, we got all Nod side projects. Uh, like so it's like and friends basically it's about eight different acts each of the members sort of play solo duo associated friends and all of that I think it's sort of like a I know the guys reasonably well it's sort of it's sort of like sort of like an in, in, industrial hippie or something it's like it's very much the sounds of Manchester where they're from and they sound they're just getting angrier I think as well yeah I, I was say I would too if I lived in Manchester but I love Manchester so. <laughs> no Gareth so, so they just play really well uh, yeah if you, uh, it's rare that me and Anthony come to the podcast with uh, identical tracks but a identical track but I had a couple of notes about Nod as well because I had it in my list uh, they are on tour like Ant says March the 12th and Manchester is into Mill then April they're on the road they've got 8th of April at Leicester then 9th and 10th in London with that awesome sounding Lexington weekender uh, 28th in Brighton 29th in Bristol and 30th in Liverpool Cool, yeah, I urge you to check them out. Yeah, nod.bandcamp.com. I think you can pre-order the album right now. So there it is. Cool. Uh, up for me is something, uh, so it's a uh, ab- sort of a abstract electronic artist called Anthony Hart. He sort of did a lot of abstract uh, music under a moniker, under, under a different moniker, and then created this new one, which is... Um, basic rhythm which was meant to be his dance floor music do you remember with, is it imaginary forces is his yeah is his is abstract sort of i think i know this bloke you know this bloke well this is a record he's got i'm out. sure i know the imaginary forces man ah. i'm not i'm not like into, i can't remember where or how but i think i know this guy ah well if you remember when we were t- we played shit and shine once and you were talking about how he thought he was making dance music yeah, that's exactly. kind of, but it was actually just like abstract electronic. Yeah, music. yeah, it wasn't very dancey at all. Yeah, so this is kind of the same thing. It's like you can sort of see how you can see how you can think it's for the dance floor, but see if you can dance to this. This is uh, this is called Raw Tracks.
think I was talking complete crap. I don't think I know this guy at all. I okay. think I just think I've like heard, heard his music around and about. Oh, so I'm sure you can name drop it sometime, mate. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, basic rhythm tracks called Raw Tracks. Uh, brackets Weekend Rush. It's the opening track from his album out this Friday, 12th of May. 12th of May, bloody hell. <laughs> the year's running away with me. February. Uh, on Type, Excellent Electronic Music uh, label. And yeah, I think that's his debut album under that moniker. You can check out his other stuff under Imaginary Forces. Cool. Some definite dance music from me next. It's a new one from a label that we play... I wouldn't say regularly, but we certainly played several times before on the podcast. It's London Sofrito Records. No, I'm convinced we have. I think we just talk about it a lot. Really? Maybe. Well, if not, that's a terrible business. Um, brand new from them. It's an artist called uh, Alma Negra. A uh, track's called Majeco. It's a. I think he's a. Let me. I'll just read the press release here, so I don't get anything wrong here. Um, uh, ninth instalment in their Sofrito Super Singles Club series for this outing. Basil's Alma Negra. Uh, delivers three percussion heavy tracks at the crossroad between organic and electronic sounds inspired by the carnival celebrations on the Cape Verdean island of Santiago. So this is what we're going to do, it's the A-side from that, it's Majeco.
that's the sounds of Almanegra from Basel. Track's called Majeco. Uh, it's a new one on the Sofrito uh, Super Singles Club series. Uh, every one of them is essential listening. If that's the first you've heard, it's just so many bangers. And that label um, uh, can get a free pass from me for any track that they put out just because of Jungle Magic. Oh, for me, Jungle Magic isn't even in my top five from oh, them. And no. Jungle and and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that Jungle Magic is not amazing. It is so weird as well. Africa yeah, Disco Power, Africa oh, Disco oh, Power. Exactly. That's the one. Yeah, and I think that the repress of that might have actually sold out already. <laughs> when I tried to get it, it was like no jets. Ty Siegel mix is that? Do I see on record? It is. Man. I thought it was such a funny album title, Emotional Mugger. Yeah, man, he's got. He's had so many records. He must be struggling to come up with titles <laughs> now. That's it. But yes, yeah, so next up from me, uh, friend of the OCs, friend of Castleface Records. This is Ty Siegel. Uh, he's incredibly prolific, just like the OCs. This is uh, the opening track from his new record, which is yeah called Emotional Mugger, and the track is called Squealer. <laughs>
Sounds of Ty Seagull from his 922nd album, Emotional Mugger. The track is called Squealer. And, you know, for a man who releases so much music, he does have a high-quality threshold. He's, uh, yeah. Not uh, a lot of guff there, that's for there sure. There really isn't. There's no, yeah, no. If it's sort of that sort of music as well, it's very easy to get into a kind of repetitive rhythm, but there's always something new and interesting coming from him. And, yeah, that album is kind of, he's in a bit more sort of, thrashy sort of guitar-y moods and he has been in some of his more rhythmic records recently but man he's good cool I'm gonna lay I've said cool at the start was cool. every, every time fucking cool hell, man. man I'm gonna stop doing that it's terrible like business said, it's why after every time I play a track I go that's the sounds or that is this and it's like <laughs> oh man it's so radio well I'm gonna play you some uh, hip hop uh, two minutes track new on Lex Records the home of uh, Doom Ghostface Killer and stuff like that it's from Golden Rules is the name of the artist I looked at the video and I was like looks like London but like the artist sounds American so I'm just looking it up now and yep it's the producer he's English uh, but the vocalist West Palm Beach in America and the video is filmed in North London yeah Paul White isn't he um, he's a hip hop producer of some well he's the guy who makes the he's made the beats on this yeah I, I recognise that name from something I know it's quite a generic sounding name but I'm sure he yeah, had could, a could album be, could be for sure ago. I mean if he's releasing on uh, Lex is probably a little bit known at least yeah. I know I like the sounds of this it's called The Let Down thank you for listening to podcast number 79 yeah. we'll see you next week for number 80 you cross that line and do you realise that you, you say, I'm not finna fill out any more job applications. And right when you get to that point to follow through, uh-huh. it's when you realize people depend on you. That's when you're like, damn, like, life is really real. The day you born, the day you die, something that we never know why. The more you want, the more you need.